Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Coming in hot, episode four, season two, football played on paper podcast. I'm Sean, and speaking of men who will be killed in the dugout, Jobber, how are you, mate? Yeah, look, great. Uh, football is so close. We're, we're almost there, aren't we? We've had such a horrible off season, um, but we're back. <laughs> it's been the longest two weeks of my life, Barney, but uh, here we are on the cusp of a new season. Yeah, yeah, so close now. I can, I can almost grasp it, but just a little bit longer to wait. How's he? Oh, I don't know. You look excited for some reason. Yeah, I'm just raring for the bloody season to start. Yeah, and I'm excited about how good job his audio sounds today compared to other weeks. It's it's a real breakthrough for us all. Thank you. Yeah, pro- I've had some produce- soul searching this week. Yep. Producer Pete time. gave him a microphone. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real hand me down at this stage. And job, you were tweeting that he broke COVID lockdown to do that. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> that is not confirmed. Since deleted the tweets. Um, yeah, it's, I think he 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 accidentally applied some Sydney lockdown rules um, versus the Melbourne ones, which which exist. Which so, work, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, getting a bit political, Barney. So rescue us from this, mate. <laughs> Weekly happenings. Let's go. All right, let's take us to the politics of Spain, and we start <laughs> off with one of the biggest biggest things that happened in football in the past year, and that is Leo Messi is leaving Barcelona. Uh, now this is this is huge because about two days ago he was apparently about to sign a new contract with them and everything was good. Uh, apparently it's not all good in uh, Bath Elena, and uh, <laughs> that, uh, they've put out an official statement saying that they're they're not <laughs> they're, they're, not, they're, they're not going to re-sign him. They can't, um, and that he yeah he's he's now looking for a new club. So I'll throw to you first, Jobber, on your thoughts on this one and and impacts it has. Yeah, you're right. Just before we go on, <laughs> um, no, this is See. this is <laughs> this is insane, isn't it? Like I just couldn't say it's coming. I think we all thought it was like a watershed moment um, earlier in the week. You know, he's signing, etc. But then uh, on a closer look, they are an absolute shambles. So apparently, income. No, sorry, sal- salaries and wages at Barcelona is one hundred and ten percent of income. So, that, <laughs> like, any good, like any good business. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so I just I can't get my head around how they think they would have possibly even been able to pay him. Yeah, that's um, so. That just also on their financial situation, they have everyone knows about their billion dollars uh, in debt they have, and eight hundred million of that is short term as well. <laughs> Could they fold? So, like, are we being are we being too insane to think that, nah. like, eight hundred million in short term debts? They're about nah. to lose their best player for nothing. Like, where's the money? Like, I can imagine Laporte just falling around. Oh, like he's going around being like, "I turn the light off when you leave the room." Um, yeah, yeah, shit like that. Like, oh, like, can't we use the water from the that we didn't use last session? Share like, at home. We're using yeah, baths yeah. after the training now. Showers yeah, now, yeah. boys. <laughs> you know the bath water. The bib stink. Like, like, yeah, oh, yeah. No. no more Omo. No more no Omo. Shit. Yeah, it's 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 huge, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of speculations being flying around about you know what could what could possibly have caused this, why things have changed so quickly over the past few days. Um, obviously, the, a large 
reason for this not going through is the like sort of soft salary cap they have in Spain. Um, and, uh, there's there's a there's a theory going around that this is a power move by Barcelona to um, threaten the the boss Tebas, who's uh, the head of the Liga, into softening the the salary cap rules for them so they can re-sign him because obviously it's going to hurt the league if Messi leaves. Well, that, um, so it's a bit of a power move. So it yeah. it could potentially happen. That, that's what their um, Barcelona statement did. For me, I think it yeah. read yeah read along the lines of we've done everything we can, players happy, we're happy, we're ready to sign. The reason Messi won't be in in Barcelona and in the Liga this year is because of the Liga. So I feel as though yeah, um, Barcelona have done all they can, and they're at the position where they're just going to throw this hail mary to say, well maybe we throw the league under the bus. Um, they'll be concerned about TV rights, etc. You know the perception of who's the biggest um, league in the in the continent, um, and yeah, that that might yeah do something yeah. where they might soften the rules to, to get them in. But it does look like a hail mary for me. I can I can live with that messaging. Like I can understand that, and like you know, you're so big, you want to like sort of you know throw your weight around, but you can't do that if you're so financially mismanaged that you can't like manage your, like how they're going to, their laws and legislation and structural change needs to happen. Your front office is a fucking shit show. Pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, exactly. Like it's an absolute joke and everyone knows it. Like, and now you got all the league stopping us from keeping it. No, like you've, you've done it all to yourself. The the only way, the only way they're going to get rescued is um, something to come in like a reverse takeover, I think, like similar to what the Glazers did at, at Manchester United yeah. where you, you just borrow 100% um, against the club itself <laughs> and you don't actually pay anything to, to get in there or um, like huge state money comes in. Has um, to be. Either like, I wouldn't be surprised or, if that happened. Well, the, le- the, le- the league's – oh, you go, Sean, are you finished? I was just going to say just because I think the clubs essentially it's on sale at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Like you know, if there's ever time to buy Barcelona at a cheap price, it will be right now, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, they're about to lose their best player and they're covered in debt. So if, if the price of Barcelona is ever going to be this low, um, I'd be surprised. You'd think so too, because you look at a couple of the clubs in, say, the Premier League that some some of the more sort of big billionaires have come in and bought. Man City and Chelsea weren't really attractive purchases prior to that. Like they weren't really much before they got all that money. So yeah. having an established brand like Barcelona go on for so cheap, you but snatch that up. But I feel like that's the important part there. Man City and Chelsea were bought because they were cheap. The Glazers, like yeah. that, that was like yeah, a direct yeah. cash injection from two extremely rich people. So the Man City owner and then Roman Abramovich. Whereas the the Manchester United purchase is different, and so is Liverpool to an extent because it was like yeah. based very much on a debt financing. Debt based, thing. yeah, yeah. But you you can't do that with Barcelona because you've already got so much debt. Like true, you're getting true. debt to buy the club to buy the club that's already heavily in debt. You basically, yeah, like, buying like, more debt. Yeah, exactly. You you buy and then to turn like. Any profit on that is going to take forever. Like, so yeah. it has to be like Hail Mary oil or what? Is it, lithium is a popular resource now. Like, do we know any lithium <laughs> billionaires? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who's right got into lithium mining? Into that lithium <laughs> money because it's well, an Venezuela, absolute farce. So apparent, apparently, uh, Tebas, the um, head of the Liga, has struck a deal with a private equity firm, CVC, uh, for a massive cash injection of three point two billion into the league. So I think in Barcelona we get like two hundred and thirty million of that cash. 
Yeah. Um, and this basically is in return for 10% of future revenues and 10% stake in a newly formed commercial company. Um, but apparently Barca and Madrid are dead against this because they sort of negotiated without them in the room and um, they're worried about sort of where it leads the league in the future. Mm. So, yeah, it was um, – It's that's like that, – it's sort of – it's like exactly what they need but they're also dead against it. I find um, it confusing that um, – like uh, private equity firms um, and job, obviously you've got a trust fund, but um, why you would want to invest in football um, for profits? Like for me, you're never going to buy a football club and turn a profit if, if like you run not, into not Barca, yeah, yeah, nowhere like, for a while. Like, what, what football club? Outside Manchester United potentially, but it's like it's wafer thin. Like, like, just, like, but, and that's the thing, like the return on investment, you're way better off buying um, like, yeah, real estate, oil or what do you own, job of gold? Yeah, like you're better off buying those type of yeah. products um, rather than a football club. So, you want to make money, don't buy a football club. So, Crypto it's weird that private job. equity um, firms who are into making money, that's a, essentially their sole purpose. I think um, Job is, is pretty buying in, into that. Job is pretty heavy on the Tesla stonks, aren't you, mate? Yeah, yeah, big crypto pretty, guy. Pretty deep in those. <laughs> no, but, but I feel like it's the same principle, Sean, where someone would come in from an equity firm and just strip the assets out of the club, but they're about to lose their biggest asset. Like, asset, yeah. yeah. Like they signed a bunch of players in the free, like there's not a great deal of value in there. I really can't mm. understand what is that. And I, like maybe they own the, the stadium, but the stadium, like I've been there. Oh, it's, it's fallen down. Yeah. It's oh, fallen apart. Cats everywhere. Flex. There are cats yeah. everywhere, mate. Yeah, a bit of flex now. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I've been We've there, all been fairly, there, mate. Fairly, recent, fairly recently too. Um, Multiple times. Yeah. So so let's go on to um, where let, – let's brainstorm the club. So give me the give me the five potential options where he could go. So PSG's in there. He could still plausibly stay at sure. Barcelona. I and think that's still a very else? strong, a very strong Man City. option. I think Man City's plausible. Got to be on there. Uh, Is Chelsea plausible? Or Qatar, not? Chelsea, like and Man United potentially, but Man United probably already spent a bit too much this this off season, so they're probably out. Chelsea, yep. I'd say it's probably three clubs: PSG, Chelsea, and City. Man City, and then I, I, I'd go with Halsey. I think chuck in Qatar, just um, like as that finish yeah. your career off, and it's no, it's kind of like that. It doesn't count almost to the player's record. Like, I know you think of like, not to harp on that, like Stevie G played at Liverpool, but you sort of forget that he finished his career at LA Galaxy because it's sort of separate from the football yeah, world. Almost. America, that's, Qatar, China, just go make your money. Who cares? That's yeah. why City makes sense. Because yeah. like you got, you'd go for a year or two at City, he's mates with Pep. They've put Harry Kane on ice, as in the frozen water. Um, <laughs> and uh, like then he can go and he can do like a farewell tour. You know, he plays a couple yeah. of games in America, plays a couple of games in Australia. A bit of coin. Yeah, like, because he needs it. Yeah. I imagine he's struggling yeah. to put it together. All but right. All right. See so the world. If that's a list, let's whip around the table. Where's he end up, Barn? I think he stays at Barcelona and they do, uh, they um, manage to offload a few of their heavy wage earners and um, this sort of ploy from Barcelona works and they end up keeping him, I reckon. Hold I don't on. reckon he'll leave. Yeah, I, I, if he doesn't stay at Barca in some capacity, I think Man City is the most likely option outside of Barcelona for me. Job? I'm saying PSG because oil is back, baby. I'm, I'm thinking, yep. I'm the same as uh, Barney. I think he'll end up at Barca. I think um, it just makes more sense for obviously Barca and it makes more sense for La Liga to have him there and it makes more sense like 
oddly for like teams like Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid to have Messi in the league and to be playing against him every week for TV revenues, etc. So yeah, financially I, it's beneficial for them. Yeah, yeah uh, to have him there, as weird as that is, to have the best player playing against you. It, it's yeah. got it's got too big to foul written all over it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Lehman Brothers esque. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on, Bart. Yeah. So next one we want to talk about is uh, Mr. Neil Warnock, famous uh, famous English coach, has shared his th- thoughts on CTE. Um, obviously, he listened to the pod last week and heard us discussing it, um, and then thought about it for a while, and then was asked by a reporter about his thoughts on on CTE, and he had a like for anyone who knows Warnock, he's a pretty like old school English coach. Was very very much for Brexit. Um, that should tell you, that should tell you a lot. Of, Thank, yeah. tell you a lot about the man. So he's a very old school English guy, uh, and so his response he gave was very much not what I was expecting. So basically, I asked him what, what, what are your thoughts on you know restrictions to heading in training and potential further restrictions and this CT. And he said um, he said and quote they should have spent the mon- money on this donkeys years ago. Yeah. So he um, he brought up uh, Jeff Assel, who was actually the first. Uh, he's a West Brom legend and the first player or footballer um, in the English game to be recognised to who died of CTE in two thousand and two at fifty nine. And he was saying that like you know it should have should have been more done after Jeff Assel passed. Um, he said if his son was starting out now in football, he would encourage him not to be a, a centre half. Um, obviously, for those heading reasons, um, and said it's got to start at the very top to have any sort of significant change within the game. Yeah. Um, and then in true Neil Warnock style, finished it by saying uh, there's there's no problem with his team uh, ever, any of his players ever getting CTE. The only time they ever win a header on a set piece is when it's on target for an own goal. <laughs> Good banter and a shot across yeah. the bow for the boys at training, yeah. isn't it? Rev him up. Uh, he's, he's currently a coach of Middlesbrough, I believe, as well. So really rev those boys up for the new season. But yeah. To quote the reporter that asked the question, not, not to like – do the whole correlation equals causation thing either, but just a sort of an interesting tidbit that they mentioned was that uh, they found that I think professional footballers um, who play a certain like length career are three times more likely to get dementia mm. than the average person. Yeah, yeah. So that I guess was... the research and data was sort of discussing this off air with a friend uh, needs to sort of start happening soon, I guess, to to kind of because you can't really check for CTE until someone's dead. So yes. it's sort of a long sort of process as far as collecting and researching data. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like someone who plays has a career that long probably lives longer than the average person as well. So the likelihood of getting dementia would go up as well. I, mean, I think like, they factor that into the, the studies. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there's so like, many. There's so many like weird oh, things you need to put in there. No, no, yeah, it is still a young, young part of the like. There's not enough funding or or. Mm. like years behind the, the research and stuff into it at this stage. So it is just probably something to, mm. to, to focus on. Right. Still, still early on. Something a bit more cheerful. Yeah, yeah let's pivot more... Barney to something that's going to make me really happy. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a, I'd say it's a bit mean from some Chelsea fans. Over, over the preseason game, Tottenham played Chelsea. Um, there was some new chants that came out from the Chelsea fans. So obviously good to see fans back in the stadium. I think well, they're at like 80% now. I think they're at capacity. Yeah, Chelsea's about eighty percent. So yeah. they've, they've gone. Oh, yeah, they've gone over their capacity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they had some some nice new chants in there. One of them was uh, "Champions of Europe, you'll never sing that." It's pretty fair. Bad on. That's I like that. Yeah, that's, good. that's true. Uh, yeah. But I think 
everyone's favorite was uh, where the fuck is Harry Kane? Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what I realized? I was thinking last week about all these like Premier League preseason games. And I'm like, why are Chelsea playing Tottenham in the preseason? And I was like, you can't do like your world tours right now because of COVID. Mm. Yeah, that's they're doing never, all London derbies. Never occurred to me. But how, We're how playing good Arsenal is it? tomorrow, I think. Oh, North London derby. Yeah, yeah. And Chelsea already played us. Harry Kane played? No, he's in Florida. Come on, mate. <laughs> the game's in Florida. That's why we're putting it over there so he can play. <laughs> we'll come to you, nah. Harry. You stay here. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All righty. Uh, and last one is uh, Wesley Fofana. So had a bit of a horrific injury in the preseason game. I know it's cuts deep for Shawno. Um, but like a preseason game with uh, Villarreal, uh, you know, you think it would be just a run out for the boys, roll the legs over, nice and cruisy, get a few goals, whatever. Not for Villarreal. Uh, I can't remember who was who laid the tackle, but he came in with like, it was like a scissor uh, chop, brought down for Fana and actually fractured his fibula. And it looked it looked graphic on the video. I don't know if you boys caught it, but it was, it was, it was it pretty was, harsh. It was a, well, I don't know. It, for a preseason tackle, it seems a bit heavy. I don't think it was that bad, but it's just because everyone's a bit like underdone and in a VAR world, it's probably a red card. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. That is that is a red card for sure. I don't, I just, it's just so unnecessary, like in a preseason game. Like, you know, you yeah. might get a bit like worked up, but it's like, it's so, and now he's going to be out for at least six months. Yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing for Wesley Fafada and because he had some injury last year, didn't he, Sean? Yeah. Uh, well, I, in my head, I thought it was a just a single injury that cost him a bunch of games. But yeah, on further research, I think it's just like a niggling um, injury that he had, and then trying to get back to training, then he hurt something else, and then trying to get back to training from that, he hurt something else. So he missed a, a bunch of games. Yeah, um, and he last does, year, which is really disappointing. He does seem quite raw too. So like, I feel like when he's missing the games, he's missing critical years in his development in the Premier League, which is yeah, sad. I'm, yeah, he's only like twenty three, I think, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's still twenty three, twenty four. So I mean, he's just he's just so important for Leicester. And when he's fit, and we've got three centre backs available, Brendy always goes to a back three, which obviously yeah. then changes the whole structure of the rest of the team. And when we cop a big injury like this, traditionally what Brendy does is go back to a back four. He's obviously only got two centre backs available, so Sionchu um, and and Evans will play um, now, but no doubt for Fana. Will play um, in that right side centre back um, when he's available, and he was doing it in this game. So, yeah, I think it's obviously got an impact that we miss him individually. But not only that, the flow-on effect is that it's got this huge, um, you know, compounding effect that we now have to change the whole structure of our team. We're not, not going to yeah. play three at the back anymore just because he's, he's missing. So I think yeah, um, it's, it's a big impact. I think Johnny Evans has been struggling in preseason as well, right? He's a bit. He's. Um, might have a sort of slight injury is coming back a bit slower. So, I mean, you guys almost have to go into the transfer market now to get someone. Yeah, we, we won't. We won't go into the transfer <laughs> market. We'll we'll make do. Um, we always do. Um, we got we only had a couple of targets and and we got both of those. So, yeah, I don't think they'll go back into the transfer market. Yeah, and reckon a centre back. Not a chance. Oh, I, yeah, I'd love them to, but there's, there's, the money's just not there for Leicester to go and do that. Just there was a rumor there. going around that uh, Kabak could be on the cards. Which I think is actually not the worst signing. Like you could get him for cheap because Schalke just need to sell and yep. uh, he could do a job for you as that sort of player. And and realistically, if everyone's fit, he wouldn't play, you wouldn't think. No, um, exactly. In, in exactly. the back four. But 
yeah, I mean, he, like he's not going to, he's not, you know, an amazing defender, but he's the type of level and type of player that, um, you know, Leicester are genuinely in the market for. Like we're not going to go mm. and sign a, a Van Dyke or, or anyone like that. So, yeah, that's Maguire. just reality. Reality Maguire. for us. So we've binned him off anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter. He was rubbish. Um, yeah, which is a bit. Disappointing. So yeah, a bad tackle um, and unnecessary in preseason, and I think it's going to have not only an impact on, on Wes, but um, the the rest of the team in, in how we yeah. play. Um, bad way to start the season. Bad way to start the season. Um, but speaking of bad way to start the seasons, has anyone caught up on the French TV rights to league? Uh. I mean, no, I but the got... League One <laughs> starts this weekend. Well, League... it does. Mm. And how are you going to watch that, you asked Joba? Well, <laughs> let's go into it, boys. So, Media Corp, the TV rights, um, they had TV rights uh, to um, La Liga games. Oh, sorry, League 1 games. Um, and they went bust. So, um, they were sort of left with, oh, no, we don't have anyone to, to um, play the games or stream the games. So, Amazon comes in. Amazon um, agrees a, a deal um, of around 330 million euros um, and that was for 80% of the games and Canal Plus had the rights to the rest of the games being the, the other two games um, in that week. However, um, because Amazon bought them essentially on a fire sale um, because the other company Bargain. went under, um, Canal, they had originally agreed um, 814 million for the two games. So, <laughs> oh so my God. then Canal were like, well, hang on, we're way overpaying. We're not paying this anymore. Um, and so they uh, they like went to sue League 1. They've gone to Amazon to say, you're devaluing our rights by paying that lower number. Um, and it's they going agreed to, to it. It's essentially <laughs> going to, to court now. Um, a week so no games this weekend. Season. Yeah, so everyone's a bit unsure, and the court date's been strategically scheduled. I think it's two day, um, or being a Friday in France, um, to work out how and where the games um, will be scheduled. Um, so yeah, bit of, bit of TV rights action. Those French TV France. rights uh, is just a shit show. I remember last year they were talking about how like when the pandemic hit, and then they renegotiated their deals, and they like took a heap of cash out of them, got them way cheaper. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's that's not good for French football. Yeah, uh, alrighty. Mess there. So moving on to a bit of transfer chat now. <laughs> nice. Is this, I was waiting for the second one. Is there usually a second one? No, where are you getting the second one from, mate? We've no, stream, I remember, we've, I remember we've only got one part in the yeah, real, really efficient now. Yeah, right, streamlined. Right. Alrighty. So next, first one we got up is uh, Danny Ings. He's popped up in Aston Villa out of nowhere. This there was absolutely zero rumors about this. Uh, like reminiscent of a very like nineties uh, transfer, where it just it just pops up out of nowhere and he's transferred and it's all gone through and no one knew about it until it happens. What do you boys think of this? Good move for Villa. I, I think it's a good move for Villa. He's a proven goal scorer. He's got a bunch of goals last year. He's still got more to give, and I don't think the fee was um, overly expensive. Yeah, 32 million euros, I think. Seems very reasonable, doesn't it? Like if he's – because his mm. injuries seem behind him. Let's hope they're behind him, their knee injuries. So I think Southampton's like 30 mil on the other side of 30. You'd probably take that and Villa's like, we want a proven goal scorer. Because they, their front three now is um, Leon Bailey, Ollie Watkins and Danny Ings. Like outside of the top couple, that's a pretty damn good forward line. It's very good. Yeah, it's a very good forward line. Of like those sort of like – 
second tier like quality yeah. players in the league. But well, and he's also Eng- English as well. Yeah, like English striker under thirty who just scored twenty. Like that's it's very good. He only just missed out on the Euros, and I think that's a good thing for Villa essentially, which is what Leicester are benefiting from. Vardy not um, sort of either retiring or not being picked anymore for um, international football. You get way more out of him. So I think Ings is in that space too, where realistically it's not that appetizing for Ings to go on England duty because everyone knows that um, Ari's going to play and Ings will sit on the bench. So even though he just missed out on the squad, I think a few people had him in his squad. So. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good signing. But what I, like what I'm confused about, for, so for Villa it makes sense. Southampton probably didn't have a choice because um, of the cash and the release calls that was triggered. But what doesn't make a whole heap of sense is why Ings would go. I mean, from the outside, it doesn't it seem like a bit of a, a sideways move. You're going from mid-table club to, to mid-table club. Does that seem a little bit unusual? Mm, I, I, think, I think one's a mid-table club that just got 100 mil. One's a mid-table club. That is just a mid-table club. It seems to be sliding at the end of the I was year. Gonna, yeah, I was going to say that the project at Villa seems much more appetizing than the project at Southend. The Southampton one's like, let's just survive. The Villa one's like, let's make Europe. Yeah, okay. 12, months, it, 12 months ago, it would have been the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. After last season, I think it's yeah very evident where Aston Villa are aiming. And I think, yeah, Southampton, are, like Jobber said, really struggled the last few seasons to just stay in the league. And I don't think it's going to change this season either. Haven't really made any moves. Haven't, they've so I mean they've sold their best player. So yeah, it could be and they've lost Bertrand to you guys as well, Sean. Yeah. Well, they're probably more experienced players. So yeah, I, I think Southampton may struggle this year. Um good move for them. But right. uh let's do it. Mo- we'll follow the money to where it's uh where it started, and that is Manchester City, who have secured the signing of Jack Grealish finally for 117 million euros few pesos on that one. All right. And uh, so apparently I saw this, that Villa actually went to Grealish and, and were willing to pay him more than what he was going to get paid at City. But he still said, no, I want to leave. I want to win. I want to win the league. I want to win the Champions League. And they were just like, all right, no worries. We'll, um, we're, 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 we're okay with that. See you later. Let's take the 117 mil and move on. I saw the interview with um, Jack when he first got there and he said he was wearing his Daft Man City um, hoodie and he was sort of saying, um, I was watching the Champs League on Tuesday and Wednesday night just thinking that's what I want to be and that's what I want to do. So I think at that point, like, it's, yeah, m- money's obviously one thing but um, if, if the difference is, like, negligible, um, yeah, you'd obviously go for and play for Man City if you want to win trophies. And essentially, that, that's what he's done. I'm glad he's, he seems to have left much better than how Harry's leaving Spurs, um, which is also much more amicable, wasn't it? <laughs> um, by, by Jack. Um, the other thing he mentioned was that um, one day he had uh, him and Dean Smith had a chat with Pep in the tunnel um, after Man City sort of um, got hold of um, Villa one time. I think it was at, at Villa as well. And, and yeah, he was very complimentary of Pep and saying how good his team was and stuff like that. So I wonder if that's from that moment forward, Pep was sort of, you know, keeping an eye on him and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Sliding I think, into like, his DMs? Sliding into his DMs. Um, you know, he's a football perv. So um, he's probably sending <laughs> in some like tactic board links and Checking stuff out those like calves. that. But um, yeah, no, it was an interesting interview. And um, the only thing now for Jack is I hope he plays. I hope he doesn't. Yeah. I hope he's not like yeah. on the bench, riding the bench. Because I mean, that 
to, for those positions that he's looking at, um, you're essentially looking at De Bruyne, Sterling, Foden, Silva, Silva, Fernand Torres. So, so he's yeah. gone from being the best player at the club to potentially a player that's not in the best team for City. Yeah, yeah. like I, I, I could put an argument forward for him not being in that team. Oh, easy. Like yeah, it's very, re- very reasonable. I think. Well, but, Sterling gets picked in front of him for England, so there yeah. You go. So, um, and the other thing, I, I did see a message from the Aston Villa president addressing the oh, president or whatever you call him, chairman. I think it is in England, more dignified. But um, he sent a message out in a video, and he said, "Look, we agreed with Jack at the end of last year that um, if a Champions League club came in for him and they met the buyout clause, we would sell him." So, like, and the, as you said, Tushan, the way he's handled himself, I think really. Like it shows that he's got a real affinity for Villa, and I feel like we're going to see Jack Grealish in a Villa shirt one day again. Like I feel like he really loves the club, He'll go and back he's done there. it. He, yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is a scenario where he's like, I want to play Champions League, but I'm also doing the best thing for the club moving forward because they they're only going to get you know a couple of opportunities to sell a hundred million dollar player, and oh, that would you, do so much yeah. for the club. You, you um, think so they wouldn't get many opportunities at all to sell sell that type of player? Um, no. yeah. yeah, you don't blame him. I don't think. It, it's fu- it's funny how people sort of only view it from the perspective of like, oh, if he doesn't stay at the club, then he's he's not doing right by the club. It's like you can stay at the club and be a, like a long-term servant of the club and that's great. Or if you leave at the height of your career or height of your price, I guess, and get $100 million for a club like that, like that's as big if not bigger than mm-hmm. him staying for his whole career. Like what they could do for a club like Villa if they don't just, you know, piss it up the wall with some shit transfers is huge. But it could put that, it could be like a, you know, they could be where they are now, like Tottenham weren't that long ago in that position where Aston Villa are, like a mid-table team not really going anywhere. And now the look title. at them, now they got that stadium they got now and stuff. Like, you know, you could potentially in 10 years' time be looking at the same situation. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's a big thing for the club to get that, mo- that money. You look, at his, you look at his service or, or his time there. So he spent, I think he spent 19 years there um, and he took them from yeah. the championship um, into the Premier League. Um, he's been their captain for ages. I'm sure he sold a shit ton of shirts. Um, like he, he represented England um, while playing for them, which is a big thing as well. Um, and then they got 100 moon on, on the way out. So... I don't think, yeah, as a Villa fan, all you can just say is good luck, Jack, and hopefully you come back one day. That's, mm, yeah, but yeah. thanks for your service. Because 19 years, I mean, how can you sit there and complain, oh, I can't believe you left? Yeah, I know. He gave you 19 years of his graft. I know. Like, yeah. There are there are a lot of idiots out there. All righty, moving on to a man who wants to return to a former club, and that's Romelu Lukaku, who's looking to get back in at Chelsea. And for some reason, Chelsea are just so desperate to spend a hundred million on a striker, and I think it's getting <laughs> yeah. to the stage now where they don't care who it is, just as long as you're a striker with a name, we'll spend a hundred million on you, Jobber. I know you got some strong opinions on this one. Take it away. So, Barney, my biggest concern here is one: the fee. So it's been discussed; it's going to be over a hundred mil. So it's going to be. Yep. We're talking Jack Grealish type money now. We're talking serious figures. Yep. Um, and then the other one: has he really changed at all since he left Manchester United? Like he looks a bit leaner. He's gone the Serie A. But you're still getting the same Romelu Lukaku. I think he might be a bit fitter. I don't, but his essence of his game hasn't really changed. But at the same time, it was also proven in the Premier League as a goal scorer. So, like, Chelsea won a 20-goal-a-year goal scorer. Like, I mean, 
he's pretty a bit of a banker. He's already done it for three different clubs in the Premier League, so it's not like he can't do it. Yeah, but he does. He does come like he, again. He is quite good, but he does come with some very serious limitations. Yeah, I think he does have limitations. I don't know if they're very serious. They're like he hasn't got the best touch, and he's he's not he's not a pass. He's he's not like a modern striker. He's probably more of an old school striker where he hasn't got the best touch. Doesn't really set up many plays in terms of like finding that like nice pass through the line. But he can hold the ball up really well. And obviously win everything in the air and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, I think he still has a lot to, lot to give. I, I think it depends how Chelsea see him. If Chelsea see him as, oh, we're bringing, bringing him in, he's going to play every game and he's the man, I think you're going to be very disappointed. But I think if Chelsea are bringing them in saying, well, now we're champions of Europe and at some point everyone's going to play, play behind the ball, play in a low block, then he's, he's the man to play. You're not going to get room to, to play him behind. Um so yeah, I think when when teams do press out, he he might not get played. You might play someone um, someone different. Can you imagine like like Lukaku holding it up and have it's running off him and just feed it to it? That's that's pretty delicious. And Werner, and, and Werner running off the wing, Zayic on the other wing, or Pulisic. Yeah, like that's Tammy a fucking, there, yeah. that's a uh, uh, Tammy. No, he's 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 going to Italy. Yeah, but it's um, I think I think I don't know about the fee. Like it's a very big fee, especially for a club like Inter who. I guess they sort of they're trying they're trying to get rid of players, so it seems like it would be too much to pay. Yeah, but it, it's yeah. a big fee, but it feels even bigger when you let him go for not much just recently. Do you know what I mean? That's like same as the Paul yeah. Pogba thing at Manchester United, where you're like, oh, that's a lot of money, but he's a good player. Um, that's one lens, and the other lens is, geez, you let him go for fucking nothing, and now you're buying him back for a hundred. So yeah. you're talking <laughs> about Lukaku. Yeah, you've loaned him yeah. out. You've loaned him out to give them a hundred million dollars. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on to a man who just doesn't want to play for Tottenham anymore. That is Harry Kane. He's been a no-show at training. Uh, he's going to be a no-show for the opening match against the team that he wants to move to. Um, he's chilling out in Miami with his best mate Leo Messi. Um, so yeah, he doesn't doesn't want to play for Tottenham anymore, and and sort of it's really become a bit of a shit show, especially in light of the recent move with uh, Grealish going to City and how smooth that went, and how he's sort of not revered by all the Villa fans, but it's been pretty good to him. So uh, I guess Josh, what do you reckon about this for Harry? Well, sorry, I I didn't I wasn't aware of this. So did you say that um, City are playing Chelsea in the first round? They're playing Tottenham. First sorry, game. sorry, Tottenham. Yeah, City yeah. playing Tottenham. Oh man, that's yeah, it's awkward. It's real, that's really awkward. Up. That's really set up for like, if he stays, he can redeem himself in the eyes of the fans by scoring a hat trick against Man City. But if he goes, he can just destroy the entire career he's had at Tottenham by scoring a hat trick against Tottenham. <laughs> he he can't do either from Miami, but so that's important. No, no. he could sign for. Is it into Miami with Phil Neville at the helm? <laughs> what a power right. couple that would be. Harvey ne- and Harvey Neville at right back. Um, <laughs> I think either way, right either way, he's not going to play in that fixture because I think if he's still trying to force a move, he's not going to play four Spurs against Man City. And if it's all done and dusted and the whole thing um, you know, went through and he's at Man City, I think he'll um, still be getting back to match fitness and won't play against his old club. So Harry Kane will not play in that fixture either or, way. Yeah. Do you think, um, you know, because he wants to move to Man City in a bit of a Josh O'Brien power move, he oh. goes out and tries to put in a hat trick 
against Man City as Spurs to say work harder to get me, like make Josh a better O'Brien. deal. Oh, than I, had I name, thought, but, yeah. I thought, I thought you were going to go deeper there and say he plays a half for each. Mm. Interesting. How does yeah, that work across from half a contract? Doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It'll work yeah, in. It'll work. It'll work in La Liga, but not. Yeah, here. I was going to say anything goes there. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to go down the route of uh, scores a goal, then vomits off the field, but. That's reserved for the Josh O'Briens of the world. Yeah. All righty, let's move on to the not so much the opening question anymore, but a question in the middle of this show, and that is... Uh, <laughs> we'll call it that from now on. The great man, Louis van Gaal, got a job again this week. He hasn't had a job since he got sacked off by uh, Man United, and he's now got the job as the uh, Holland head coach. So good to see him back there for a third time now. Um, and that got us thinking, what is your favorite... LVG quote. I'll start with you, Jobber. What would you like to say? And Jobber, do it in the do it in the accent yeah. too. Don't give us Dutch your gringo accent. accent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't do it. So, uh, <laughs> so on Arjen Robin wearing leggings in the winter. So I'm a huge Louis Van Gaal fan. So this is quote about Arjen Robin with his leggings. I've never worn anything like that. I'm never cold. I'm hot-blooded. My wife says so too. We always sleep spooning. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little insight yeah, to his personal do. life there. Yeah, All right, yeah. Sean, what do you got? Um, so mine is, keep in mind, when I'm giving you my quote, uh, Lou Van House beats in the third person. So even though it's a Van Gaal <laughs> yeah, quote, it sounds like someone else is saying it about him. <laughs> Ready? Guardiola follows the Von Hull philosophy. So I'm not surprised Bayern have hired Guardiola. Bayern always hire the best managers. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that mm, at the end really sells it. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you got? Yeah, so I'm not going to do the accent because I will also botch it. But um, this is, I was only sort of researching these quotes this afternoon because I didn't see appreciate the significance of this hiring of LBG. Oh, huge. Um, I was huge like, for the game. yeah, good for the guy, whatever. So, um, <laughs> good for the, the guy. One, the, the one I found <laughs> and appreciated, we have to keep the ball better and we have to move the ball quicker. That's always what we have to do. Desire. It's a great word. I often use the word horny with my players. <laughs> of course, That's those very, two words mean the same. It's very on brand for, for Louis. Yeah. All right. Mine is short and sweet, but it's, uh, it's, he said this, I think it was at the uh, Bayern Munich Christmas party. He said, I have the body of a god. Lederhosen suit me, but I also have a belly. <laughs> so I think he's referencing the um, uh, god Buddha. I think how, did, how did we get through this whole session without no one bringing up him, grabbing his, uh, pulling his pants down and saying, you want to who's got the biggest balls? I have the biggest balls. <laughs> oh, I thought surely someone would have done the Louis van Gaal's army. Yeah, I thought sure. I was expecting Louis van Gaal's army. Speaking right. of third person, there's the, the one below that in this list I'm looking at, Barney. Louis van Gaal has nothing more to learn by <laughs> Louis van Gaal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, referencing that third person thing that Sean is talking yeah. about. Jobby, you love right. it when everyone brings uh, two answers to the opening question. Yeah, it just made, yeah. well, <laughs> well, it's changed, mate. The paradigm has shifted. We're now in the middle of the show question. Josh <laughs> yeah. of, of, often does that, doesn't he? <laughs> 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 That's the person. All right, let's get into our first preview of the season, and that is the Community Shield preview. Big, big match for Jose Mourinho. Not so big for basically anyone else in the football world. Um, but to get your foot foot started on the right step for the uh, the Jose Mourinho treble, you've got to win the Community Shield. So it's Leicester City versus Facts. Man City, uh, two fifteen on a Sunday morning. If you are Australian. 
Um, Shauno, I'll let you take this one away. What are what are Leicester's chances? Um, not great, you would think, going into this fixture. I think like depending on the team that City rolls out, if City rolls out full strength team, Leicester shouldn't get anywhere near them. I don't think um, City will, but I don't think um, Leicester will either, to be honest. So, yeah, I, like it's hard to judge and, and give a, a prediction when you don't really know what teams are, are going to roll out, like who's going to be fit for each team, what type of minutes um, they want in each player coming into the season. So I suppose that's a little bit difficult. But I think all I can say is that it's definitely a bigger game for Leicester than it is Man City, um, a trophy even of this nature, would mean a lot to Leicester and I would presume at this point for Man City it doesn't mean a whole lot and it's a trophy that they're not really chasing. Guardiola did say he was going to play the under-23s. So what a dog. If that has anything to, to... He might have changed his mind since then. Yeah, but the 23s are all ballers as well. So like, it's not going to be <laughs> yeah. much better for Leicester. No. Yeah. yeah, and you are missing one of your best centre-backs as well. So that's not good for Leicester. Uh, Jabba, what are, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with Sean on this one. These ones are a bit of a wild card for me. I'd be interested if we'll see Jack Grealish get a debut. I think it might be nice to see him for a few minutes at the end. Casper um, Smichael won't play for Leicester City, so I think that's a big out because he still hasn't come back fully fit from the Euros. Um, I think Man City's squad depth is what will separate the two teams, yeah. even at this stage in the season. Like, it's just going to be such a deep squad. But I would be interested to see how Brendy uses a fully fit Jamie Vardy. Okay. I feel like this could be made for him, and Leicester are good at knocking off the big sides as well. So, I mean, Vardy loves to score against like the big six. He does. He really loves His record against the big six is probably, is it the best of any striker ever? Maybe Anthony Martial, but it'd be up there. (laughs) Anthony Martial. (laughs) It's got to get off the pine. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think City. Oh, yeah. I think City. I think City will win this one, Sam. I just think the squad is too deep at this stage of the year. Yeah, I tend to agree. Josh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, on Yeah, nah, similar sentiment. I think. Uh, I think Sean said mentioned that like he didn't think City would play a their top star started sort of squad, but it's sort of hard for Man City to not do that at this stage. I've noticed some of their preseason fixtures, which you would assume that that sort of thing would happen as well. They've still put out a squad that looks on paper in even in the Premier League compared to other teams like a top four Premier League starting 11. And you're just like, that's not that's not even what their starting 11 would be. So I think they'll put out, yeah, like a bit of a some of their bench players, some, some reserve type players here and there, but it'll still look on paper like a pretty solid squad. And I think... I think they will get it done, but you, there is also that chance that Jamie Vardy particularly gets super fired up for this one and bangs in a brace. Quick, um, yeah, I mean, quick shout out to um, Zinchenko too, who um, left his pregnant wife and missed the birth of his child to join Man City um, and the squad on time. He didn't want to be late. Respect. So um, I, I was just about to mention very that. weak Crazy. Harry Kane vibes coming through there. <laughs> yeah, again, makes Hurricane look even worse. And Zinchenko is also the lowest paid player in that team. Yeah. He's only on like 20K a week or something like oh, that. I don't, know unreal. How, I don't know how you get unreal. that for that. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so lowest paid player. But yeah, I think I agree uh, with everyone so far. I think, yeah, Leicester will, a uh, big injury to Fafana, might struggle here. I think City will be too strong. They could put out the B team and they'd probably still – Beat Leicester, but I think it will be a good game and it will be a uh, a tight game. Like I don't think it's going to be a blowout from City, like four or five nil. I think it could be like two one, three one, sort of sort of affair. But let's move on from that. We'll discuss the the uh, the result of that on uh, 
Monday's episode, but now we've got to move through to everyone's favorite segment in the show. You don't want to touch on the a touch on young boys real quick, Sean? Uh, nah, match. Sean's been touching enough young boys, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's, geez, move, wow. let's move on quickly. Oh, from wow. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, yeah, no, Jobber, yeah, play, play Jobber, play the sting that you've got for your game. Throwback FC. Jobber, where's the song? No, look, I have nothing. What I do have is an immense footballing knowledge. So, boys, I will cast your minds back this week to 2015. So, key things that happened in 2015 is one, Jurassic World was the – no, incorrect. Jurassic World was top of the uh, movie charts, followed by Mm. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Leicester Mm. City won the league in this year. Uh. Crazy. And the World Health Organization declared the Ebola epidemic was over. So, 2015 was a ripper year. So, the fixture I have for you in this game – so is the 2015 FA Cup final between Arsenal and Aston Villa. I felt like I was a little bit too kind to you boys. Yeah, a little bit too kind to you boys last time out. So rules are you boys have to put your collective minds together and come up with at least 11 players who started in that game. If you boys can do that, which I don't think you can, you'll get the points. Uh, If you don't, I win Um, because I think we all know that collectively I have a greater mind than the three of you. So – Let's get the ball rolling, boys. All right. I guess we're going to start on the Arsenal side, I guess, right? Start on the Arsenal yeah. side. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we can't put Ashley Cole in at left back this time for a third game running. Can't do that many clubs. Nah. Um, well, what do you think? What do you think about starting on uh, Aston Villa's side real quick with like uh, Grealish, maybe? Nah. What's he coming off the bench? I don't think Grealish is starting that. Right, Aston Villa. Right. That's 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 when Aston Villa. That was hey, the last time they're in the league. Gabby Egg Bonglehorz, I think, is a much better. I feel like that's a solid one. in the dark. Where are you, Jono? Seems a bit. 2015 seems a bit. Oh, late. actually, you know who else would be there? Probably Ben Teke. Or was he at Liverpool at that stage? Ooh. Was that his last season at Villa? Oh, no. Nah, I, I think he. Josh, I'm going to default to you on this one as a Liverpool supporter. It's a very forgettable signing. So um, <laughs> it's hard to know when it was. I feel like. Nah, I don't want to go out on a limb here. I couldn't tell mm. you. I think we start, I think we start on the Arsenal side. That's a bit. Yeah, let's bit boys, I, I love your deductive reasoning, boys. But what I'm looking for is an answer. Oh yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, yeah. Arsenal in, in goals in goals for Arsenal. Oh yeah, 2015 Arsenal squad. Hector Bellerin. Uh, Hector Bellerin has to be in there. Right back. Go. All right, we'll go with there him for like 20 years. Correct. Yeah. All right. Cool. Right. Off the right. Centre back, Kashelny. Yeah, happy with that. Kishoni, yep, you want to go with that? Yep, Kishoni's in Correct. there. Correct. Who's in goals? Uh, yeah, so I was just thinking, who's in goals at that stage for Peter Cech? Probably hadn't hadn't got there yet. David Seaman. Oh, David Seaman. Oh, Chesney had. Okay, had to be Chesney, wouldn't it? You guys go okay with that? Yeah, it's either Chesney. Oh, or... but it could be a cup goalie. Oh, yeah, nah, like a, not in the final. Not the final. Yeah, this is Arsenal point. though. Don't forget. Yeah, and we get, we get the Arsenal. subs. We get the subs rule anyway. Yeah, we'll go Chesney. Yeah, true. Chesney. That's correct. No, oh. Um. So Alrighty. who's in the, who's who's at centre back then? Who's the other centre back? Who's the other centre back? Kishelny and. Oh, is it going to be Luis? Nah, it's too early for Luis. He's still at he's still at PSG at, at that stage. A PSG, yeah. Tony Adams? No. Oh, sorry, I'm not in the team. I think it could no, be. Ruin it, mate. Uh, the other Juru might be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, left back? Yeah. Let's, let's look at, who's left back? Who's played left? I'm Kieran blanking. Gibbs? 
Oh, that's not bad. That's a good shout. Yeah, it's Gibbs. Gibbs? Or he'll be on the bench at least. Yeah, Gibbs. Yeah, lock it in. On the bench. Ooh, All right, man, that's right. All right. All right, let's move up the field. Who's going to be playing center mid for them? Uh, nah, it was Shaka wasn't there yet. No, nah, I don't think he was there yet. Could have been... Um, what's his name? Uh, Ted is still there? Playing? <sighs> no. Nah. No, nah, he's nah. a city at that stage and then in the coaching staff. All right, we'll um, some ideas, guys. Stay shooting mine down. Giroud's got to be up cracked. top. Yeah, Giroud. Giroud, Giroud, for Giroud sure. up top job. Nah, please. he's on, on the bench. Ah, oh, right. Who's starting then? Not him, up top. which is critical for this game. Oh, Ozil. Sure, probably we'll wish give it. us Ozil. Put Ozil in. Yeah. That's correct. Um, nice. Sanchez. Sure. That's also correct. Oh yes. Um, and Bamiang's not there yet, boys. Is that is that? Uh, Bamiang, yeah. no, he'd still be at nah, Dortmund. Nah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Thomas Rizitsky. Is he yeah. still there? That's Gives Rizitsky. Rizitsky. Uh, <laughs> oh, not even the squad. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what do we feel? Oh. About, what about Hleb? Alexander Hleb. Uh, he. Wait. Oh, sorry, Hleb. go. Yeah, all right. If you if you feel it, yeah, oh, he's well and truly gone. I was going to um, say, so that, <laughs> wait, was that actually? Oh no, no. we didn't guess that job. That's not. Oh, I thought Barney signaled that he's okay. With <laughs> no, that. no, I was, not, I, was, I was. like Alexander Clay wasn't even there. How in the many team, we got? Job he? eight or nine? Uh, you have you have five. you have five and two incorrect. So we're on the ropes here, boys. <laughs> no, so, okay, are you sure we're five? I just oh, we haven't Walcott. even touched Walcott. Um, Walcott has to be there. Is that your response, Sean, 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 Sean Oak Walcott. Your Oak Walcott? I'm ten, well, I think he might have been gone by then, mate, 2015. What about... No, 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 no. He hung on for ages before he went to Southampton. <laughs> All right, there Walcott. Job Walcott. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> Isn't that what you wanted? <laughs> yeah, but I just thought he was gone. I love that. Um, he hung on for ages. It's like he finished career. We're done with Arsenal then, unless we've let's got fuck a, a Arsenal left back off, yeah. or a centre midfield. No, let's, fuck, let's fuck him off and let's go to Aston Villa. <laughs> I, I, I'm very strong on Benteke. All right, Benteke job. That's correct, Sam. Well done. Yeah, yeah so. all right. Good call, good call. Wait, we we already, so we're, yeah, we've already got Abong Hall. I think. And Ben, and ben Teke. Uh, so Gabby, it... Gabby's on the bench, boys. Oh, Gabby's on the bench. All right. Oh, wow. There you uh, go. Fuck, that was close. Uh, Ex-Aston Villa plays. Oof, so many bad ones. D- uh, Distan, he played for them for a while, I think. <laughs> that was Everton, wasn't it? No, we, we, we guessed last week. Yeah, keeper, it wasn't Brad Friedel because he was at Tottenham at that stage. Jeez, I'm I'm absolutely like strapped for Aston yeah, Villa players at the moment. <laughs> Can we get a hint of like, are there any big name players in the Aston Villa squad? Is is there any obvious big name players we're missing? There are. There are. There are players who have had, yep, there's some obvious ones you are missing and there are players who have had moves to bigger clubs. How how are you thinking? Oh, moves to bigger clubs. Hang on, Jobber. Just let me look up the 2015 final team sheets (laughs) and I'll get back to you. Ah, come on, Sam. All right, get you Boys, I'm going to need a response. What are we at? Total. You're currently at seven. We're not going to get there. Are we? Are we? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even close. No, and I'm going to have to start. I'm going to have to start implementing. What about some Arsenal? Arsenal centre midfielders, even like we haven't really named. We named Ozil, but haven't really named, named others. I said Arteta, but I, you reckon he's gone by then? No, I don't reckon. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not hot on Arteta. Well, who's defensive midfielder oh. that they've had there? 
Wilshere. Boys, he's, a, he's an oh, absolutely Wilshere. drowning one. Wilshere, give us yeah, Wilshere. Jack Wilshere. He's not on the bench. Ramsey, but... then. Oh, Ramsey, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Ramsey? Ramsey. Ramsey? Yeah, Ramsey? He looks like he wants to say it. I don't like it. I don't trust him. He's got that look in his eye. Ramsey, uh, I like Ramsey, Ramsey, but I don't know. No, nah, let's, go, let's go for it. Yeah, I'd rather finish Ramsey. it. That's correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, nine. Right, we got two to go. So, Wilshere was on the bench. Yeah, no, you've got you've got eight, you've got three to go. Oh, so, so who, what job? Who am I missing in you the have, um in the Arsenal team? Am I missing a left back, left back, and a position, positions, centre back? Uh, you, yep, you're missing a left back, you're missing a centre back, and you're missing two centre midfielders. Oh, I and, think we go with and from from the Villa team, you're missing everyone except for Benteke. <laughs> That, so, was Villa. so was Villa. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth Barry, he wasn't there then. He was gone. Gareth Barry. <laughs> oh, he cost us last week, mate. What? Yeah, but he's been everywhere oh. and he's played about 800 games too. So That's eventually true. you're going to have to get him right. Oh. James Milner would be on that list too, wouldn't he? Oh, my God. oh, oh I was actually looking at a team sheet he was on for this game. Oh, Not this yeah. one. Mm. Uh, All right, boys, I need, I'm going to give you 15 seconds. You've got to give me I, one. I, I think we go David Lewis El, at, at centre-back. Oh, and El, El Nenny might have been there at that stage as well. That's risky. Go, go El Nenny. Oh, at Aston Villa. So what are you, what are you saying, Sean? Uh, uh, no, El at, at Arsenal. El Nenny? Yeah. Incorrect. Oh. David Lewis? <sighs> Incorrect. Nah, no, I knew David Lewis wasn't there. All right, there. go. Name the team. It's annoying me. <laughs> All right, so boys, so the remaining names you've missed. This is going to hurt. Me. This is, this hurt. is hurting me here. Pear Murdersacker. Oh, oh, fuck oh the slowest guy of all time. Yeah. Nacho Monreal. <laughs> Francis uh, Coughlin. I can live with you missing him. Sandy yeah. Cazola. That's a, that oh, one hurts. Oh, from the Aston With all that pronunciation at the start of the show, I thought you were going to well, get boys, that. From it's, the actually, Aston. it's actually pronounced uh, Fenty. <laughs> yeah, so, Fenty. You'll, you'll so, get that wrong. From the Aston Villa side, we are missing the whole lot, but we have Shay <laughs> given in goals. It was Shay. Oh. Alan oh, Hutton. All right. Alan Hutton at right back. Ron Vlar. Oh. Big Ron Vlar gets left out. Yeah. Akore, no chance. Kieran Richardson. Ashley yeah. Westwood. Tom Cleverley. Oh, Fabian no. Delph. Charles no. Nzogbia and Jack Grealish. Oh, I told you Jack Grealish. Yeah, so. Fuck. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so throw back FC. Bench. He should have named him. Yeah. Nah, no, that, was, that was tough. That was a tough one. job. We're winning 2-1 there. So, Jobba, <laughs> the king of football knowledge is winning 2-1. Um, so, no surprises there, boys. I am surprised you got one. But so am I. Go again next week. Um, go again, boys. We go again. I'm going to start researching this these ones now. What was that, an FA Cup? FA Cup final. So we've had a Champions yeah. League final. We've had an FA Cup final. Then we had another FA Cup final. Yeah, I'm going to be researching. Theme here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the next one's going to be an Asian Champions League final. Zamalek oh, versus I'm someone. all over those. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. So that'll do us for today. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email on footballplayedonpaper at gmail.com, footballplayedonpaper on Instagram. I'm very active on Twitter this week. Um, so much so that they thought I was a robot. And then, some memes. Yeah, no, it was just like, oh, shoot me an inbox for more picks. Um, <laughs> and then at Football on Pods, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter. Over to you. Nice. That's it, boys. See ya. All right. Take care, boys. All See best. Ya. Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. <laughs> <laughs>